now got in for the New York Yankees, the shortstop, number two. Podcast. I am your host Christian. As always, joined by my co-host, the Grinch. You and back from assignment. Stag guy, Brian. What up? Sup? Sup, Brian? I'm all right. Call me the Grinch last year too. I think. Well, it is. Uh, this is our holiday episode. Not that that really means anything, but uh, today is December 21st. Uh, actually, today is December 22nd. That just shows you how much I know what's going on. Seven days till my baby's born. Oh, good. Awesome. <clears throat> good for your baby. Good for your baby. Oh. Uh, We're a few days away from Christmas. I so. am the Grinch until Christmas. No, you're the Grinch always. But do you yeah, blame me? The, and you and you know it more than anyone because you live you live Grinch. right by the mall over there. Yeah, and how awful is it? It's awful. Is there a movie theater in there now? Uh, yeah. In the mall? Yeah, I heard there's a movie. It is by where uh, the tire center used to be, I believe. Oh, oh, it's over there. Yeah. Okay, we live by the Willowbrook Mall. But there, anybody wants to stalk us? But there's a there's a theater there anyway. Yeah, Lowe's. Right. Yeah. I'm probably not going to go to the new one. I'm going to boycott. I heard. Commerc- I still gonna, haven't been to the Lowe's since they redid it. I'm oh, going to nice. boycott commercialism in America. Yeah. Okay. You're in one of those moods today. No, I'm not because we need commercialism in America because we need to sell some T-shirts. Oh. Like the one you got on. Yeah, but no one's going to want this now. Oh, wait. I didn't see that. Yeah. Is that one of the Christmas ones? It yeah. is. Let me see. Why not, bro? You oh, think, that's awesome. You think there's not Christmas? Like, this is the only year there's Christmas? You can't buy it for next year? Yeah, but what are you going to do? Buy a t-shirt and just let it sit? Well, here? after Christmas, we're going to have 50% what about, off. We so could do a half Christmas deal. Isn't that a celebration? People yeah. We'll do half after, Christmas? No. After Christmas, though, I... The Christmas shirts are going to be on a crazy half sale. Half Christmas, half off half on half Christmas. It's called Christmas in July, dude. Yeah. Half Christmas. Half Christmas. But wait, I do want to say something genuinely because okay. it is the holiday season. Okay. Please, if you're watching us on YouTube right now, please subscribe, like the video. If you're listening, if you're a loyal listener of ours on iTunes, please leave us a review. You don't have to do that. You don't have to. But it would be a great Christmas gift. For Chris. For I, me. I, I want cash. I'll take cash, too. Both of your names are like Christmas. Actually, I'm... I'm Chris and Christian. Mm. Mm. And Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> we should have gotten drunk today. Yeah, I would have, actually. No, right I now. feel like shit lately, man. It's the weather. Weather, it's a, it goes from 60 degrees here to, to 10. It hasn't been 60 in, like... Two months. No, Chris, last week it was on, sixty. Dude. But you don't. You don't care what the weather is. You still. It doesn't matter if it's sixty or ten degrees. You still wear shorts outside because yes, I can't be too hot. I know, but Chris, that's a that. There's a difference there. Being too hot and going out and it's, the, the weather. No, it's, been it's and then because I'm only outside shorts. for two seconds and then I get in the car. And my wife has the all heat right, blast. Okay, all right. I'm just gonna blame his wife now. Oh, my wife. I'm well, not blaming my wife for anything. Bl- she's a, she's a fucking saint. Oh, God, I just don't know how you don't wear pants outside in this cold weather i've been wearing pants more this winter than i have in previous winters you know what bothers me about too. pants and i apologize this show's gonna be a bunch of bullshit now like good bullshit right we don't have anything that yankees fired their fucking guy right well, what is he i said it wrong last night forget just get to your point All because right. you're pissing me off All right. <laughs> uh the pants pants problem I don't like wearing pants when there's snow on the ground or when it's raining because then it fucking gets under your oh shoe my god and then you go inside the house, you take your shoes off, you go to get comfy, and it's fucking wet underneath. How long are your fucking pants? Sometimes they get past the shoe. Right. Sometimes they get yeah, past. I had that problem, too, and I was Do you like want to know why? Dude, yeah, you still wear, okay. like, Jenko jeans, bro? No, here's the problem. We're double socks, dude. Oh, we're not hooked up. Uh, fucking video, huh? Oh, All right, sorry. I'll just, I'll just hit, hit the audio in a second. Um, anyway. So the video's here's, not recording? No, no, it is. Here's There's the no audio. Too. Don't worry about it. You don't. You don't know the technicalities. Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> here's the problem. They don't make size 38 pants for people who are five eight, right? So when I get 38, I got a. The only ones that are available are 38 40. 
They're like, this person must be pretty tall if they're you ever size heard 38 of a fucking waist. seamstress, you idiot? No, I don't do that shit, man. Come on. Oh, my. No, no, you just rather you would just rather either get your pants, like, nine inches of your pants soaked or just wear <laughs> shorts when it's three degrees outside. Correct. How you're raising, how you're, in another week, you'll have a third child to, to raise. How th- this is even possible when these are your takes on life, is it amazes me. <laughs> I was at a Christmas party last night. Oh, yeah? Thanks yeah. for the invite. Oh, it wasn't my party to invite you to. You were <laughs> invited to my party, and then you left early, and you said that you were doing me a favor. I was. But you didn't, because people stayed much longer. We Did you get drunk last, last night? I had something called Coquito. <laughs> oh, you, that was your cocaine. first time having Coquito? Yeah. <laughs> what is that, tequila? No, it's... uh. I likened it to It's pretty good, dude. I likened it to Puerto Rican moonshine. Yes, it is it is a it is a Puerto Rican drink. My cousin is married to someone from Puerto Rico. Now that's offensive. No, it's not. Yeah, no. That's how you say it. No, when, Puerto you, do, Rico. when you do fake accents, it's offensive. I got an email about this last Oh yeah. Week. No one even knows your email. Uh, they do. Um, does. And and uh, he brings Coquito to Christmas. When he comes, and I love it. But you can't drink too much; you get sick. No, I don't. It's too sweet. I don't like coconut, but it didn't bother me. No, it's good. It's, oh, it's a good coconut drink. eggnog and That's rum. It. Right? There's a I little there rummy was, I think, rum. I think the guy last night put a little Nutella in it too. It had a little chocolate tinge to it. Interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah. Sounds good. And my friends were up from Florida, so we had. Another friend of hers had a had a little Christmas get together, and I'm like, I'm always saying to myself, like, this is why I don't want to have friends because I don't want to go and do things that I don't want. Right, it's not worth it. That's and why you guys always have so many fucking events. It's like, is it really worth it? Don't come. Is it really worth the friendship? You don't have to come. I'm. That's next next invite next party. Mm-hmm. You're not invited. Okay. Not that you're gonna come because now you're gonna be like. Because you already now was I like have three kids. Because you were like, when you had one kid, it was like, you really didn't have an excuse. And two kids, you started pushing it a little bit. Now three kids. Three like, kids? Forget it. Forget you it. You thought I was a ghost before. I'm fucking off the grid. See ya. Why? Why? Because I told you Michael K had my email. So you were just going to be like, Does Michael K have your email for I, real? I have no idea. Did we get it to him the other day? I have no idea. You are his good friend, right? Or no, good I'm a listener. Loyal listener. Good listener. Okay, well. good listener. <laughs> you should if put good that in your listener. bio on Twitter. I'll tell good you listener this, of the Michael K show. <laughs> I'm such a good listener <laughs> to the Michael K show that I sit there and listen to Chris Carlin on Friday. Ugh. So they officially announced the new schedule, right, for WFN? Well, yeah, it's Joe and Ever. Joe and Ever. Midday or afternoon. Yeah, I mean. it's actually nice. It's not official yet. No. Well, they started it, though. Like this past week, they were in that it, slot. It's not official. Did you yet. hear anything about? Are they trying to like screw Bart over or something? Like apparently some, he's starting on January second in on ESPN. That's what I read yesterday. Like really, they're, they're trying to do something with his contract to make sure he yeah, he has to stay off a, air for a certain amount yeah, of time. Usually, there's a non compete clause. Yeah, right. In, in a contract, that's why they're trying to keep him on the fans as long as they have because it's been known right. for a while that he was leaving and that's a big thing because that that's what kept conan o'brien off the air for yes. a year when he uh was replaced again by jay leno they it was in his contract that he couldn't have another show for another year so he ended up going on tour me and chris went, went and saw him um tour, but, so and i knows? could see if like someone's stepping away i think a non-compete should be completely null and void if you're getting fired not getting fired. Carlin got fired. Carlin got fired. And he still couldn't show up on ESPN. That's kind of bullshit. He's on ESPN. Well, that remember when he was supposed to originally do his spot with Michael K and they had like this whole big thing he couldn't be on for more than 15 minutes or something. Nobody can listen to Chris Carlin for more than 15 minutes. Anyway. I agree. I got to say though, man, Maggie Gray has really come into her own. Oh, she's, she's actually no. she's actually not terrible. No, not, now that she's with Malusis, I can't deal with her. Who's that? Malusis is the producer. He's not the producer. Whatever he is in the behind the glass. No, he's not. He's an on-air host. He hasn't been a producer in years. He's been on CBS Sports Radio. Oh yeah, doing a doing a show. Mraz and uh, Taz, a yeah. former WWE wrestler of all people. Yeah, he's kind of unbearable. Who? Uh, what's his name? Chris, whatever. Chris, who? There's like nine Chris. Whatever the guy you were just talking about. Mark Malusis. Yeah, Malusis. His name's not Chris. Whatever. He's unbearable. Uh, yeah, I don't like that pairing at all. 
Although <clears throat> that there was apparently an idea put in JJ with uh, Maggie, and he had this whole big thing where he told WFAN that he didn't want to play second fiddle to anybody. I don't know if you caught that Friday morning when he Boomer actually called him into the principal's office and they yeah. had this whole thing on. on I didn't catch Gito. it. I caught the beginning. I didn't know what it was about. Yeah. So that was that was like legit. Like that was they were really scolding him for that. Uh, they were just I don't know. Well, really he likes young. his late night spot. He's because a, he's a weirdo. When the he, fuck does that guy sleep, dude? He's talking about his schedule. His schedule. He does the late nights Monday through Friday, and then. Once on the weekend, I think he does the show on CBS or whatever. He's on SNY. And then he has a, and then in the mornings on the weekends or some shit now, he's having another show. It's crazy. The guy doesn't stop. He's not married. He doesn't have kids. He might be married soon. He's got a girl. Okay. Apparently, he's talking about popping a question. So Did you guys see what I brought today? Coquito? Tabs. What is that? More <laughs> nice. tabs. Tabs. He's a tab. Now girl. you're. Now you're a fucking physical tab whore. Yeah, I'm going to put him on the computer now. So I'll write like five star review on there so we can always say it at smart. the top of the show. So smart. Tab. We did it. Tab guy, right? That's why you yeah, know. I don't have to do it. That reminded me that I brought tabs. He's my younger brother. I thought him everything he knows. <laughs> let's, let's get into a little baseball business. Yeah, let's do baseball for a little. Okay. So, as you mentioned, uh, the Yankees fired. Let's get their. Uh, the official job title here. It was the uh, the strength and conditioning coach. Which I believe throughout the season I said someone needs to be held accountable. And you said, what are you going to fire someone? Which I kind of agreed with you. I thought I was being irrational. So something must have significantly been shown to Cashman for him to take these steps. And apparently he's not done from what I've heard. No, he's done. No, who apparently he's not. Who else is he going to fight? I don't know. Apparently he's still he's still looking into Pitching this. Pitching coach gone. Bench gone. coach gone. Strength and conditioning coordinator gone. You fired. Yeah, you're gone. Six years he was there. Director of strength and conditioning. Matt Krause. Good old Matt. I don't know. Maybe it just seemed like change for change's sake. No, see, of- I disagree. And I'll only disagree with you on that because of Cashman's postseason uh, you know, after the season concluded, presser, when he made it a point to say that this was one of the things at the top of their list. Yeah, it, it really wasn't though. They waited till now to do it. Uh, yeah, and, dude, they really waited wanted... to do everything until now because they just signed Cole. That was clearly the number one thing. Really? Because Matt Blake was brought on way before Garrett Cole was signed. That's true. This really wasn't it's something. This so what, just, you think he's just firing him to fire him? It could be. People have families. I don't think yeah, cash, I don't think the Steinbrenners are that shitty of people I, he, where they're just clearly, like, you know what, dude? He clearly didn't do a good job last year. Oh, it's Christmas in three days? All right. See ya. So why and wait The guy's last name is so close to, wait, no. Crap. There is Claus, a crap. I was thinking, if it was Claus, then that would be even worse, <laughs> but. Yeah, I think the Yankees knew that they were probably going to do this weeks ago. Why they waited till now is the question. Well, if you really listen to Cashman in that press conference, it sounded like decisions were made already, but not ready to be made public. So, like people were people were waiting to hear this. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> in this article here, it says how much the injuries played a role in Krause's dismissal hasn't been revealed. But the fact that high-profile players missed major chunks of the season because of injuries can't be ignored, even if some of the injuries surfaced when pitchers like Severino and Batances uh, were in Tampa rehabbing other ailments. So that's uh, from the New York Post. So, yeah, there obviously, was a few injuries that he had no part of. So, but. obviously, if uh, the Yankees were healthy last year, he'd still have a job. I would. You I think would, this I would, is just? I would venture to say no. Yeah. So you're thinking unless they had their mind set up. You're thinking this is more of a case of like when a team's shitty, but it's really not the manager's fault, but it has to fall on someone, so the manager gets fired type thing. Like, I mean, this too many guys historic. were hurt. So someone has no one, to take. Someone has to take the fall, and it's going to be this guy. I think your fall guy. If guys had gotten hurt and then came back, and that was it. Maybe you look at it one way, but the fact that Gary Sanchez repeatedly gets hurt, yeah, John Carl Stanton repeatedly got hurt. You know, those are things you have to take a look at. Like, go why are these go guys back not- to our yeah. our midseason episodes. We said it over and over. It wasn't the injury itself; it was the fact 
It was the guys who, again, you just said it, Sanchez, the groin, he'd come back, and three weeks later, the groin was acting up again. It was, you know, it was mm-hmm. those type of things. Paxton came back. He was feeling hurt. I don't think he ever went back on the DL, but then, what was it, his knee? Yeah, it took him a while. To you know, his that. knee was still yeah. bothering him, and it was like, those were the frustrating parts of the season. I feel like Stanton was a little more, uh, like, freak accident type stuff. The, the knee was. But it was the rehabbing with him that just took so long. And then it just seemed like he, he just kept getting hurt during the rehab. I don't know. Maybe the Yankees should look at their medical staff more than the strength and conditioning guy. Because, yeah, because uh, how many times did we hear Batances might be back now? It seems like it's more misdiagnosis, uh, yes. wrong timelines on these things right. than actual. But you know what? At the end of the day, you know, sucks for this guy that he. Then he had that one guy who was hurt for like three years. What was his name? They just released him. Jacoby. Jacoby? Jacob? Yeah, you know, like a Miguel Andujar injury. That's a complete freak. Right. Thing. That's not something And you so can't... was Stanton when he slid. Yeah. I mean, you can't. It was the rehabbing. It was the fact that these guys would come back and just seem to aggravate it over and over again. So you bring somebody in there, you get these guys a new uh, training program. We'll see how that works out going forward. So people want that's something that people wanted blood on, and they got it. So now this is yes. these guys just... Just feeding, he's, he's just, feeding the animals. He's a scapegoat in all of this. Feeding the animals. How Not about, to say that he maybe didn't play, didn't do his job to standards that maybe the Yankees should right. hold a guy like that to, but you know the Sharks were feeding, and then yeah. the guy was thrown to the Sharks on this. So. Fucking ate him right up. Fucking blood. Okay, ate what, him right up. Shut up and tell me what you were gonna say. I was gonna say how fucking unreal was Cole's press conference. Yeah. Honestly, your mother was that not the best press conference you've watched? No, the sign was fake. Oh, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Are those Yankee fans that are bringing that? Can, can we just dude. get to that real quick? Yeah, yeah. dude. I knew there was something what, we had to talk about. What also. kind of fucking maniac is Garrett Cole to bring a sign that he that he would have manufactured in his house? Seriously, and 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 put under. Uh, light for three weeks to make sure that it looks oh it doesn't first of all it doesn't look like the original sign was the original no, no sign shit. is yeah. 20 yeah, years 20 old years old sitting in his mother's closet right hey ma can you wrinkle this for me real quick so it looks old if he was going to produce a fake sign why wouldn't he produce a sign that looked exactly like the original sign right why go through the all the truck i don't know if you ever had to do this but like in sixth grade history i believe it was sixth grade like you had to like um Create an artifact, basically, like, just yes. like on a piece of paper or whatever, and write some shit down, mm-hmm. and then bury it in your backyard, yes. and then dig it up a week later, like a time capsule thing. Yeah, but except you don't put it in a time capsule, just so it would look like what it would age, and you'd bring it back, and then it'd be like all dirty and yeah. And cut. Why would he go through the trouble of doing something like that? Right, right. Because really. What kind of honestly? What kind of psychopath do you have to be to do something like that? Yeah, like, like I don't even want him at that point if he's fucking. Making old fake signs? Right, come on. You're fucking out of your mind. Wait a minute, Amy. Wait, wait, <laughs> wait. The blue's a little too dark right there. We need to put it under the sun. Well, we got to start over again. Wait, do you want to hear That's something cool? That's why none of the... Where does he live in? He lives out in California? Yeah, so... That's why none of the office depots in California have any oak tag <laughs> left, because Garrett Cole spent the last three weeks, three weeks making this fucking sign. Just for this. And and you want to know something? I got to pull the audio. I meant to do it last week. I'm kind of pissed that I forgot. But if you go back and watch... Garrett Cole, baby! If you go back and watch that press conference again, once he does the whole picture with the sign, with the Steinbrenners, whatever, and he goes to put it away, they, they take it from him. And you hear someone under their breath. They must have been in the back or somewhere by the mics. And you hear them go, yeah, take that. That'll be going in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> you hear him under his breath. And you think about it, it definitely is. Well, he better have a numbers worthy of being a Hall of Famer. Yeah, but even guys that aren't in the Hall of Fame have artifacts in there. I don't care. He better. I don't want it in there. Like Schilling has the blood, had the bloody sock he in there for a while. He the Hall of Fame, but we know why he's not in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah, because he's a dick. It's one of the reasons why. <laughs> um, what was I going to say about Garrett Cole? I forget now. The wrestler. You were going to compare him to a wrestler. No, it wasn't Something actually. about the poster? 
Was it about the poster? Yeah. Let me tap what, into on Twitter your, or something. Let me tap into your mind. The poster. Oh yeah, that's. Imagine. Do you think that that's another thing about it being a fake sign? Do you think that like Brian and Hal would have would have been in on that? Like, right. Like Hal looked at it and he goes, "Oh, you kept it." No man, it's fake. no, it's fake, dude. Should you pay me three hundred million dollars? Is what I do. Yeah, that's what I now. do with my fucking money. arts and crafts now. That's what I do with my money and my time. Like, if you're Hal Steinbrenner and you found that out, wouldn't you be like, dude, get the fuck out of here? Meanwhile, meanwhile, the guys doing interviews after, and they're like, they're like, Gary, you probably could have gotten close to the same money and and stayed home. What was it that made up your mind? And he's making like, fake signs. He's like, you know what? They got really good arts and crafts <laughs> stores in New Jersey. He's like, you know what? I sat down with my yeah. wife. We're talking about growing our family, and what better way to tell our to tell our child to show our child to follow their dreams than me doing it myself? That guy is also the guy who goes to the store and buys shit to make a fake sign. Wait a minute, you put a little too much glitter on that. Yeah, there. I scrape some of that off. Jesus, there's people let, really. Why don't, why don't we let the Amy let the dog chew on it? There's there's actually there's people out there that took hours to like debunk this. I didn't need an hour to debunk it because seriously, this guy's that crazy. I don't know. Maybe crazy is a good thing, but maybe it is. Hey, with me, Cy Young, Brian Cashman's probably sitting there saying to myself, "Jesus, man! Like I gave this guy three hundred million dollars, and he's making fake signs in his basement." <laughs> uh, Garrett, the, that's the actually on that isn't the same anymore, Garrett. That's actually my first prediction of twenty twenty. What's that? Garrett Cole wins the Cy Young. Mm. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. Does he need to win the Cy Young? He's in pinstripes. He'll never he win the Cy Young. He doesn't need to, but I think he will. Thanks. Yankee we bias. Because I don't know if we actually brought this up last week or not. Once that guy right was on assignment. Um, what does Garrett Cole have to do to make the contract worth it? If he, like uh, like you say, right? CeCe Sabathia was worth it because they won a World Series in his first yes. year. And it does, you know, you win one, you take it. Obviously, you would like to win more. If Garrett Cole never wins a World Series with the Yankees, does that does that mean the contract wasn't worth it? One hundred percent, it's a bust. One hundred percent. That's not. I see. I'm on. I agree, but I also it's, disagree. It doesn't make it a bad decision because it needed to be done. But it still is Chris, a bust. What if he goes out there and he wins four Cy Young awards, hands down, the best pitcher in Major League Baseball for the next one's his one's his opt out. In the fifth year of the contract, we'll just go up to that point. Hands down, the best pitcher in Major League Baseball. Guys pitching to one nine two two ERA every year, okay. three hundred strikeouts. Okay, he's doing his job. Correct? Yes, yeah, yeah. Goes into the postseason, right? This guy has an Yankees are in the playoffs every year. Makes at least two, three, four starts because you know because the Yankees are wild, you know, wild card this division ALCS. Never gives up, you know, a guy might have, we'll just say he makes 16 postseason starts for the Yankees. Never gives up more than two runs in any of those starts. How is that? Okay. His, and they gonna, But they never win the World Series. Okay, but here's what I'm going to say to you. I'm going to make it clear because you just kind of hit on it. Alex Rodriguez, for most of his career, was he not great with the Yankees? He was a bum in the postseason. Hold on. Just answer my question. Was he not great in the regular season? True. Okay. Um, up until 2009, was he a, was he nothing but a waste until they won that World Series? Because he was a bum in the postseason. Right. So but I'm not telling you that Garrett Cole is not a bum. So there in the you go. As long as he's dominant in the postseason, if the team can't close the deal, it's not on Cole. Yep. It, That's the, my point. That's right. what I'm trying to get. As long as a lot of- he could win five Cy Youngs in five years, but if he's not good in the postseason for them, and that's part of the reason why they don't win one, then it's a bust. But if he's great in the postseason, great regular season, and they still can't win it, that's not on him. You're still going to say the contract wasn't worth it because they didn't win anything, but is it Garrett Cole's fault? Absolutely not. See, that's where I disagree. If they don't win and he does everything he was brought here to do, that's not. he can't pitch seven games in a, in a series. I'm not saying it's not worth it that we shouldn't have gotten him. but It es- also doesn't make it a bust either. But essentially, you brought him here to win a championship. He's only one guy. The other people of the team have to chip in. But what I'm saying is you're spending that kind of money, not just for him to do his job. You're spending that kind of money to bring a guy here. You gave him $300 million to pitch here. 
and Aaron Judge goes 0-89 in the postseason. Right, it wouldn't be his fault. And I'm not saying that you'd sit here and say, wow, Garrett Cole, what a, fu- what a loser when so he came that here. That doesn't mean that you the contract just, was a bust. You would just say that the contract it's essentially very, didn't do its job. It did do its job. No, it didn't. It didn't win your World Series. But he did everything that in his power to win right. you a World he Series. He did his job. So then the money you but, paid him was worth it. No. Ryan, you want to weigh in on this? I'm right. If you're saying that you're not right. Why? Hold on. Before you go, right? Sorry to cut you off, but okay. just I keep this sorry. question in mind. Okay. Why did the Yankees sign Garrett Cole? To put them over the top. To, to, to over the World Series. Put okay. them over the top. Okay. That's why they signed but him. But we okay, saw. Right, okay. We saw, however, that they didn't technically lose this year because of pitching. So if he goes out there and he flat out dominates right. the next four, five, six years. He was great. And they have the same problem in the postseason where these guys are not coming through with big hits in the clutch, you can't go out there and say, well, that was a waste signing Garrett Cole because it wasn't. He was... Yeah, so ultimate, you, so ultimately, you just told me, you just told me they signed him to go over the top and win a World Series. They signed him to go over the top to ultimate, win a World Series and they don't win a World Series, but it did its job? No, well, he, you, did, he his did his job. He did his job. So ultimately so the great. money was worth it. And I'm it. happy as a fan. But, but as ownership? No, you're sitting there saying, fuck... We just spent money on a guy who did everything he could, but we didn't. Yeah, because the other guy, because the other guy sucked, so it didn't do its job. So that's not on Garrett so it, Cole. But essentially, they could have not signed him and done the same thing, right? But that's not on Garrett Cole. No, absolutely not. We're I said just it was talking about Garrett Cole on Garrett, in a vacuum here. Yes, Garrett Cole in a vacuum. As long as he does those things, he is worth every fucking penny. But to ownership, that money spent was to win a World Series. So if that doesn't happen, they're not going to sit there and regret their decision. But what I'm saying is they could have also not spent that money and done the same thing. So technically it is a bust. Up until 2009, you were saying to yourself, well, A-Rod's a waste of money because what's 50 home runs going to do for me in the World Series if 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 he hits a buck in the postseason? But I'm telling you, if Garrett Cole goes out there and dominates... You'll never say that about him. He has less of an impact. On, yes. a, on a series than maybe A-Rod would. A-Rod's getting four at-bats every day. Garrett Cole's pitching maybe once or, you know, in a, in a long series. He might pitch twice. As a fan, you will never say that. And as ownership, they'll never fault him for it as long as he does those things. All so I'm saying as is... As long as he goes out there and performs to the expectations that we have for him and they don't win, I'll never say the contract wasn't absolutely worth it. Absolutely not. As a fan, you will never say it's not worth it because he's bringing you quality games and... Is it going to be Doing a huge job. disappointment if they don't win a World Series with Garrett Cole? Absolutely. Now imagine you just said that. It would be a huge disappointment. Now imagine you spent the $324 million for him. But I'm paying a guy to do a job, am I not? Absolutely. I, I own the Yankees. I give you $300 million to do something for me. Absolutely. And you do it, but you have other co-workers that are preventing you from meeting that yep. goal. You're right. I have to at least feel good that the money I spent on you gave you it was worth it. That no? money for your performance alone was worth it. But for the main goal, hey, it could have saved my $324 million and not won a World Series over the next five years also. That's all I'm saying. But don't you have, you have to go for it, though? Oh, absolutely. No. It, it, again, it, again, for the, the reward it, of I'll going for it is still worth it. I'll say this. Even if he's a bust for nine years... I will never sit there and say they never should have signed him because it had to be done. You better not be a fucking bum. No, you better not fucking kill him. He can't be a bum until... Five years. Five years. Five years. Five years. He's got to give me five. No, here's what I want out of Cole. Four dominant... I want three dominant years. No, I want five. I want fourth year. I want him to have a shit year so he doesn't opt out. Right? Is it after the fifth season? I think it's after the fifth season. Okay, so four solid. I want a fifth year where he's kind of shitty. So he stays, and that's it. See, this this was new news that came out last week, that if Garrett Cole exercises his opt-out after 2024, the Yankees can counter and extend him for $36 million in 2030 and add a 10th year to the contract, right, the which is year. insane because I think at that point the Yankees would probably just be like, bye. Yeah. I think they put that in there to kind of protect themselves. But I think Scott Boris is a fucking genius. I think that's what he that's what happened there. The guy he doesn't have to work ever again, just based on this offseason that he had with Strasburg, right. Rendon, and, and Garrett Cole. He and he still got Patances on the table, which doesn't sound like he's going to get much if he goes anywhere. But I mean, Scott Boris is a douchebag. But is there anyone better than him? 
Did you watch that video last week? I think uh, someone who used to work for the Marlins organization, he has a podcast or something, and he, he was talking about the process of talking to Scott Boris and how he negotiates. Talking to, talk to him? He talked How to he him? negotiates, and it's a really, really good. It's really good. You should check it out. Just look up, I don't know, Marlins Scott did, Boris negotiations. Did you hear? Well, um, you, be quiet. You cut, what were you going to say? You were going to weigh in on the Garrett Cole contract situation, but your brother really interrupted you like he likes to do because he, he told me earlier that your opinion doesn't mean anything, yeah, and, and no, you're I just don't. here to spruce up the room a little bit. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> you guys You guys basically said it. I, look, you can't get more out of him. If, if you're saying that he's going to be lights out in the regular season and then he's going to be lights out in the postseason, you can't ask much more, but – and. You can't call it a bus at that point because my mind went right to, all right, then what about Manny Machado? What about Mike Trout? What about those guys that so, – so now are the Padres considered a bust if they don't win a World Series over the next 10 years with Machado? Or are the Angels considered a bust if they don't win a World Series it's, over it's the next 10 years? It's a very interesting point that you bring up, but the expectations are I know the expectations different. are different, and that's why I, I was hesitant to even make the point. But ultimately, then why were those guys signed? I'm kind of glad you brought that point up because – I'm, I think the Angels think that they can win, but they don't sign pitching. Even Dallas Keuchel went to Chicago. That would have been a guy that would have been very useful for listen, them. Listen, there's two different types of big deals that are made for these big fish. There's the deal that there's a team out there that needs that one missing piece to get to, to win a title. Your Garrett Coles. And that's your Garrett Coles, right? And then there's the teams that aren't even close yet, but they need to start putting people in the seats. Foundation. And that's the Machados. Right. Right, that's that type of that's the, but, the discrepancy where I don't agree with teams like the Padres because I felt like the Padres were actually on a decent track to do something to start really rebuilding and have a decent team, which I'm sure they're still, you know, in a good place right now. But you spent all this money on a guy who isn't going to do anything for you right now. Yeah, he's going to be a nice, you know, asset to throw out there and put people in the seats. But he's not going to win you. A, are the Padres winning a World Series in the next three years? Look up their manager's name because he's got a wacky name. I Padres. Just, I saw him on the on MLB Network. Doing, I don't. I don't see the Padres winning. Jace Tingler. Tingler. Ting- Jace Tingler. Tingler. He tinglers your balls. <laughs> <laughs> like when I saw this guy, I was like, "Oh, he's the Rangers' old guy." I was not really old. And when I saw him on MLB Network, I was like. They're giving $300 million to Manny Machado to be managed by Jason. Yeah, I mean, and now you're finally just seeing the Angels start getting aggressive and trying to build a team around Trout, but the poor guy, I mean. So you're saying, sorry, you're saying then if Mike Trout has continues to have a Hall of Fame-like career for the next nine or ten years of his contract and the Angels don't win anything, is that contract considered a bust? I think when it comes to a guy like Mike Trout, you would never, and again, I'm talking more as a fan right now that as a fan of the Angels, you would never say it's a bust. How could you ever? Trout has done beyond what anyone else has ever done. But as ownership, you're going to sit back and say, yeah, he was great because we loved the guy. He was the face of baseball. Could go down as the best player we've ever seen. And he put people in the seats, but we didn't win anything. And at the end of the day, I'm not saying these guys will regret the decision. The owners will regret it. But essentially you could have not spent the money and done the same fucking thing. So that's where I'm just saying that as do you think the angels draw well? No. Now imagine how terrible they draw if they didn't have, <laughs> if Mike, they Trout. Didn't have Mike Trout. That's right. why you signed Mike. Absolutely. Trout. You got to have people in your ballpark. Absolutely. Mike Trout is making up for his money. I'm sure in that way. Mm-hmm. So basically there's different reasons why you sign guys. Here's the difference term. between the angels. So for Mike Trout, Trout, it was for, yeah, right. For the, for that. Right. So the angels sign Mike Trout because he's an, he's an angel. He, he has loyalty to the team. They need him there. They want him there. They don't want to see him in any other uniform. The Yankees signed Garrett Cole to win a world series. They signed him because they've always wanted him and they want to win a world series. And he's the guy to put him over the top. So that's a big difference to me when you're looking at the final result. Okay. But at the end of the day, as a fan, you'll never say it's a bust. You'll never say they shouldn't have done it. Because the Yankees needed to sign Garrett Cole. They needed to. To win a championship, not to put people in the they seats, needed, which is they why needed the to Angels because needed to sign Trout. With a guy that good and a, and a team that has been desperate for a yeah, true... Right, they had the fifth highest attendance in baseball. Yeah. So the Angels are drawing. Yeah. So... 
for a guy who because they probably have the best player in the world. Yeah, and people know about him out there because he doesn't, nice out. he doesn't play at like eleven thirty at night for a team that's been so desperate for a bona fide ace and a guy like Garrett Cole after coming off a season of what he did. That you have to sign him. You have to. And if he's a bust, hey, you did. You still did what you had to do. You'd rather take that risk and him fail than you not take the risk and never know what he could have brought to your team. And again, too, like you guys are making this point, like if he, he has a great postseason and they don't win a World if he has a great postseason, this team isn't not winning a World Series. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it'll be tough. It'll be yeah, it'll, because look at what once A Rod had that one postseason, he the, the team went to a whole nother level. When your best player is playing his best, players. Players, players. When they play their best, your team is at its best. Yeah, so but here, if you're giving me that, yeah, you're no right. way. I just don't see it. You're being right. A bust because and, that's just not possible in my opinion. And here's the thing with A Rod. At that point, he wasn't the Garrett Cole. CC was, and so CC brought them to that next level and allowed A Rod to really have that run. Yeah, Garrett Cole's here now. So what guy is going to be the A Rod? Is it Sanchez? No, it's going to be Luis Severino. Sevy, I think it's going to yeah, be Sevy too. I mean, the, that is the Sevy's been my guy that I Good said one. this signing could benefit Good Severino one. more than anyone. Yes, That's and that the guy. could be deadly. Deadly That's the guy. I don't think because you look at it, I don't think people are going to be paying attention to Severino. Dude, no, I, no one's even talking about the guy. I think he wants that. It's perfect. If he can, dude, this He's guy a little was bit on tracks. Case. We were saying he was one of the best uh, player players to players. have on your roster. He was young, controlled, when throw, and throwing ninety eight. When he throws sliders, slider. If he can go back to that first half he had uh, two seasons ago, where he was on pace to win the Cy Young, it's just a a shell of that. This team is unbeatable. Yeah, yeah. Hey, look, we didn't fall short because of pitching. Maybe we did because the bullpen was taxed, but. At the end of the day, we know it wasn't our true cause. But if you have two guys in Severino and Cole going out there and throwing Garrett seven innings Cole, of dominant baseball, you're not losing that series. You're just not. Maybe. No, you're not. Mm. Again, you you, had, you watch how the, that series unfolded. They they couldn't they couldn't hit with their life. Can't predict it. And I gotta say, I thought Garrett Cole was a douche. Like I I wasn't sure. But he just seems like an all-around just phenomenal signing. Yeah, it's... It just was, really going to benefit this team in big ways. Amy, get my blue Sharpie. It made you feel yeah, even better about the signing. Hey, uh, hey, Torres, you need me to make yeah. you a sign? For the fake poster. That was weird, dude. <laughs> Garrett Cole, first first uh, appearance at Yankee Stadium. He's going to be out there. Kids are going to have their, 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 their signs for him to sign and be like you want me to sign or you want me to you want me to make you a make, new sign? make you sign make or you want me to sign your sign sign or make a sign it's a mediocre sign I can make you a new one in the back I got kid really like how much time did you put into this do you see my sign and mine mine's 18 years mommy, old mommy daddy I just made 324 million can you make me a sign now come on okay come on people it's fucking Astros fans too doing it worry about your own fucking team you got enough to worry about the fucking banging on the trash can yeah. Worry about your team. I love all I love all the Astros fans. He well, he, guess what? He's not the Cy Young winner. Shut the fuck up. Worry about worry about your own fucking team. Okay? Worry about the scandal. That's something else we haven't talked about. Didn't that come out that they admitted to cheating now? We mentioned it. Did we mention it? I don't think we did. We mentioned it at your party. Uh they they admitted well, I read something. Who cares? So are they gonna be let off the hook? I don't think so. Because they admitted they admitted they cheated, but not with a camera, which could be Major League Baseball saying, "Hey, we don't want you to, we don't want you to come out and say how you did it. We don't want copycats." So going back to Scott Boris, right? Uh, Cole, Rendon, Strasburg, Mike Mustakis, and Dallas Keuchel have all signed for a combined nine hundred and thirty-three million dollars this offseason. Jesus Christ! He still has Hinjin Ryu and Nicholas Castellanos oh. that are expected to push his total earnings for his clients in the offseason over one billion dollars. Why doesn't he just why isn't he just the agent of everyone? And you know he gets four percent of that, right? It's crazy. Seriously you guys have and to watch that. And that's just this offseason. That's just his negotiation tactics are it's just I'm gonna watch that. That sounds awesome. interesting. Yeah I'll send you a link. That is crazy he's gonna make over a billion dollars for his clients. If and you're there's Scott only Boris, six of them. If you're Scott Boris now at this point though, do you even need tactics? 
Aren't you just like, hey, yeah, dude, no, th- but that is his tactic. I'm Scott That Boris. is the tactic now. That he is Scott Boris Here, and he could do what he wants. No matter how it's just texting. They no just matter text. no matter how like solid a deal is on the table, you will always get the Scott Boris. Well, there's a couple mystery teams out there now. Yeah, it's like always. a formula at this point. Every time. And the and the writers eat it up. They're like, couple mystery teams added. Scott Boris told us. And that came out right after the report came out that the Angels were maybe backing yes. off. So it's like you throw in that mystery team when the other team backs out, so you keep the Yankees where the other team to to keep their price uh, stable and increase it. I got to say, man, I didn't really know this until this past offseason, but Jeff Passan's the guy, huh? Which is everything you don't know. Yeah. Jeff Passan's the guy. Is that how you say passing. passing. He's the guy, huh? He doesn't fuck around. He's got everything. Okay. He's All right, let's get, let's let's uh, discuss a little end of the year, end of the decade type stuff. Here. Okay. okay. There's nothing really else that uh, nah. we should hit on here. Uh, so it technically, you know, I guess it is the end of the decade on December 31st, right? Yes. And we start over new with 2020. Correct. It, so I posted this on Twitter on at NYY Sports Talk yesterday. It's a weird thing to discuss because the Yankees didn't win, win a World a Series, pen, yeah. even a pennant. Yeah, wow! In the, in First this, time ever in this decade. First time ever they win a whole so decade. So, what is the biggest on-field highlight for this team in between 2010 and 2019? The choices I put up for vote were Jeter's final game, the 2017 Wild Card game, which technically I really shouldn't have put in there. I should have put Jeter's 3,000 hit, but a a victory because this team was so void of big time victories uh in this decade i felt like maybe that should go there and the other one was Rivera's send off in 2013 and the fourth choice was uh other and overwhelmingly jeter's final game won with 59 percent i wonder if i had put the 3,000 hit if the voting would have been different because uh the wild card game finished in third with i'm glad you didn't though because that's just more of a I know the whole Rivera thing is is also personal, but it also meant more than that. The three thousandth hit was unbelievable, but it was a very personal personal moment. It's a very historical. It moment. was no, it was, and it, uh, but I'm the glad only, you left it off there. Well, no, he's not. A Rod got his three thousandth hit as a Yankee, but a career. Uh, yeah, but all of his hits as he he has the most hits as any Yankee. Who Derek Jeter? I heard he had the six most hits all time, and he yeah. doesn't belong in the in the whole. Right? Thing. No, he doesn't. He sucked. Um. For me, it's tough because the mo the moment when they took Mo out the field was probably the one of the coolest moments I've seen on a baseball field. You just didn't expect it. But for me, this is going to sound crazy, but taking into account World Series wins, everything. I'm not saying it was the happiest moment as a Yankee fan, but one of the most wild experiences sitting at home was watching Jeter hit a walk-off in his final game at Yankee Stadium. Because this was a guy we watched growing up our whole lives, doing what he did every single season, just miraculously coming through, and he did it. And for me, that moment was just absolutely, it was unreal, like legitimately unreal. I didn't believe it was happening. So for me, that was a that was it okay. for sure. Okay. Ryan. Uh. I'm trying to think of... I'm sure it has something to do with computers because you're... Uh, Me? Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of which when moments... introduced to When... What mo- it's, it's not. You're going <laughs> to be surprised by mine. I think if I'm answering it right. If we're talking about best moments in terms of just most joy... What what made me the happiest the, as a Yankee fan? Like you're the big, the, the I have biggest two. highlight on okay. the, something that happened right. on the field okay. in the course of a game. This is my runner-up. My okay. runner-up would have to be DD's home run in the first inning of that wild card game. I thought that... As a fan, I was never... that was I was so pumped up when that happened. Okay. But my number one favorite moment of the decade is Raul Abanez in yes. that division series I was there against that night. the when Orioles. Pinched, when he pinched hit. When uh, he just was clutch. Was that the game when... I never got as loud as I got. I was at the ALCS game when Jeter got hurt, and he I'm came going. in in the ninth or something and hit the home run to tie for it. A-Rod? Wasn't that the one that when A-Rod got pinched hit for? Or was that? Yes. Yep. That was, the, that was the playoffs where he batted like eighth. Some, no. Torrey batted him eighth. Was it game three? Two home runs? Girardi was there. Girardi, when... sorry. That that the, the night Raul Abanez went absolutely bonkers. 
He hit a go a game tying home run and then a go ahead yes. home run. Right? That was probably my favorite moment as a fan. Was Raul Abanez in the what year was that? 2012. Yeah, the 2012 ALDS. Yeah, you gotta get that was that was balls by Joe Girardi the pinch hit yeah. for Aaron. Yeah. yeah. Um, Wait, so he, his first home run in this game that was the one that he had the pinch hit. Yeah, and he, he was up to pinch hit for three time MVP A Rod in the ninth inning. Down two one, Jim Johnson gave gives up yeah, the home. Jim Johnson was real good that year. You got it. Honestly, I know it's still first pit. Oh. I know it's still a fresh and open wound that we lost this year. You got to throw honorable mention to DJ's home run. Oh, absolutely. In the ALCS, it just sucked that it was immediately right. I'm saying it's an open away. wound right now. But mm-hmm. if you go back to that moment, Rye. Oh yeah, we you're went right. You're nuts, right. Nuts, dude. That was a top three. Moment. I haven't gone that nuts in a long time. That probably would have been the best moment if they, if they won. Yeah. Absolutely. It just didn't mean anything. Yeah. Right. But that's what did any mean. of these really mean anything? They won this game. They won Jeter's final game. The 3,000 hit. They oh, won that dude. game. That was, you know, first yeah. time a Yankee ever got 3,000 hit. Didn't Jeter go like four I was five sitting in my too. basement yeah, watching yeah. this game with a Pirani, Christian, with Jeff. Jeff was over. Oh, yeah. Chris keeps bothering me. He wants to come on the show. Oh, yeah. I would love to, I would love to have him on the show. All right. Well, you know, <clears throat> maybe that's something we can look into when the, uh, after the holidays are over. I would love for our fans to experience Chris Perini. Okay. He is unlike any other. <laughs> He's a good kid. The only game good uh, kid. they lost uh, they lost Moe's final game, but like I always tell that story. A Rod top step waiting for Abanias. That was a that was just the weirdest baseball game I ever attended. Because Yankee Stadium was like a funeral home that day. Yeah. I'm sorry, which game? When Jeter? The, uh, Rivera's final game. Yeah. Jeter's final game was just the complete opposite. When you got it's like to a Yan- playoff game. When you got to Yankee Stadium, you had there was like a playoff atmosphere in the building that day. Who were they playing? They played Tampa for Rivera's final game, and they played uh, Baltimore. Baltimore was Baltimore good? They, I think they won the East that year. I was going to say it did have implications against. No, they clinched everything at that point. That's okay. why. That's part of the reason why Buck let that moment happen, and he didn't walk Jeter in that situation because the game didn't really the game didn't yeah. mean anything to them. I even if it did, I don't think Buck would have walked him. I don't know if they had to. If they were still fighting for the East at that point. I think Buck respects the game more than that. I do. I think that's why he's a great, great manager and great person in baseball. I think the Yankees should hire Buck. Um, make him like a baseball ops guy. Baseball ops. Yeah, you can't stick him in a dugout. That's not no. fair to Boone, but to have him around as like a baseball Absolutely. operations guy. He's just—he's a baseball guy. When you talk when you talk about Buck Showalter, he's just a baseball guy. He's good. So you're going with what was your what were you going with here? I'm going with Jeter's final. Final game yeah, for sure. Yeah, I have to. I mean, uh, until unless I'm actually in the building when they clinch the World Series or a pennant, that will always go down as like the. Uh, another honorable mention, though, that I got to say because someone posted on Twitter. I don't know who it was. I was just scrolling through. And Ryan's going with the Ibanez game. Yep, that's oh, good. Okay. I like that. No, though. It, somebody did mention that on Twitter. Oh yeah, yeah. really? It's an out. Of, it is an out of the box one because I was just a, thinking of what moments really, as a fan, that I remembered going nuts. Yeah, I know I, it sucks because. We have to go back and dig up ALDS teams. So how about this? And one? then they got swept the following series, I believe, against the Tigers. Yeah, that was. So how about this one? That someone I saw someone post on Twitter. I kind of forgot about it until I saw it. But A Rod's first game back after the whole, after the whole steroid thing against the Red Sox at Fenway. Oh, the Dempster gets up. The whole stadium is booing him, chanting, "He's a cheater." First pitch, almost gets hit right in the knee. Then it's a three zero count. Drills him right in his shoulder. Umpire comes out like an asshole. Gives warnings to both sides. Joe Girardi fucking loses it. Oh, was that when he almost punched the the umpire? It was close. But no, that wasn't that uh, moment. Yeah, that vein popping out. It, he was close, though. And then, and again, this didn't mean anything, but couple few innings later, his third at bat, he gets up and hits a fucking bomb to center know, field. They, they were losing at that point. Yeah, no, they, they were still losing. I'm I'm not saying it would ever be considered. I'm just saying that was a pretty fucking wild moment. And you were kind of like, you know what? I have his back. Cause when he came back in 2009 after the hip surgery and on the first pitch in Baltimore. Yep, remember that? Three-run home run. But then he sucked for a while I after think that. you kind of knew that maybe something different was going on with him that year. But, he had a big postseason. Yeah. But you know what? That was a moment that was just like, you know what? Maybe I can get behind A Rod because no one else is. 
So fuck it. Okay. Anything else, Alex? In the decade you could think of out of the box? No. I'm sure. I'm sure Cody Ransom when he hit CC Cody Ransom's home run. CC giving up the five hundred thousand dollar bonus. Yeah, nah, that doesn't. It's just a footnote. Which is like, yeah, that was a cool thing. But these are me. No, all we have are really footnotes of the yeah. last. He had a, how many years? He had a complete game shutout to close out this series, right? The twenty twelve. I know a lot about this one. That was yeah. a good. That was a good were, game. Were you covering this? Yeah, I was. I was. Uh, I was covering that. For, okay. for okay. Ryan Ryan'sBlog.com. Yeah, Ryan'sBlog.com. Okay. <laughs> I'm on Radio.com. It now. does suck. I mean, these are all moments. They didn't even. Make the They're all series. moments that you hate to love because they just meant nothing. I don't, I don't, I, As a fan, they meant something, but, right? And that's why. I, but I don't know the but, Jeter thing is. I wouldn't. It was, it was a lost season, but still. Yeah, was, no. It, as a fan, it meant the world. But at the end of the day, we went a whole decade without even winning a fucking. Pennant. What's the worst moment of the decade? Uh, There's one. Is it just Greg Bird? Jacoby Ellsbury. It's just Jacoby Ellsbury. Uh no, on something actually on on the field is when Jeter yeah. broke his leg in that. Yeah, I was there game. live. You could hear a fucking Chris Carter's presence on the field. Just Chris Carter being around in general. No, you know it was one of the worst moments. What? 2016, 2017. I think it was 2017 when the Yankees went to the West Coast and lost that game, and it just felt like I think they went on a nine-game losing streak. That Every game trip. they were up. Three to one in the ninth, and somehow just couldn't win a game for nine games straight. Remember, Batances couldn't throw a strike. Yeah, it was. I just wanted to fucking punch someone. Twenty sixteen, when Cashman pulled the plug on the season. Not that you was a, a, such a terrible moment, but it was just so unlike the Yankees. Yeah, Shane Robinson. That was a bad moment <laughs> when he played a hundred games for us a few years ago. And again, when people were yelling at me, why are you signing, Why would you sign Didi? We have these guys. Because you want to get caught in a situation where Shane Robinson nope. has to play right field for 80 games. That's why you try to get as much depth as you can. And the Yankees are linked to Joe Panic. Big fucking deal. I'm supposed to get excited by that? I have another bad moment of the decade. Me too. Every sunny gray home start. That one. I was thinking it's got to be that Jose Altuve walk-off against Chapman in this last, in the ALCS this year. Mm-hmm. That was yeah, bad. That it was hurt, bad, dude. but you just knew it was coming. You just knew. Well, they knew. He knew it was coming. Two, two <laughs> bangs on the can, but yeah, you just knew that hurt though. It hurt. If the Yankees were up, and then it was Game Six, and the Astros won, and that happened in Game Seven, where the Yankees only had to win one game, like they did in 2017. Yeah, and then that moment happened after DJ hit that home run. It would have stung a lot more. But going back to Houston at that point. You knew it was happening. You just knew. Yeah, did you? Yeah. Did you know? I'm glad, I'm glad we just fucking depressed everyone now. Well it's, well, it's the holidays. Let's bring it home. Drink and get depressed. This was a depressing decade for a Yankee fan. They yeah. didn't win a ring. Okay. Okay. Oh, well, hopefully uh, ring, ring in 2020, right? Okay. Yeah, let's bring in the ring. So that. All right. No decade, no team, no era. Okay. I got it. Every I, day. Mean, I make out every day. I'm a Yankee. Okay. This is the final full episode of 2019, and I think you have to go into 2020 thinking, dude, if they don't win this year. You go in and you say, if they don't win this year, it's a huge bust. But you know what? I'm still not completely discouraged because we do have Garrett Cole now. We have a solid team. I I I know this team's going to win it in the next few years. I, want, I it should be next year, especially because of the surrounding talent. Right now, you you are in an a, in a position to not just win it, but to win it with dominance. You really are. We broke this down last week. Yeah, There's we did. No reason why they right. don't make it out of the American League this yeah. year. No reason whatsoever. There's nobody on their level right now. So this is you want to talk about positioning yourself. This is really the year to at least secure one. Can you stand up for a second so you can see your shirt? No. Come on. I'm not going to do that. You're an asshole. So are you. And your mother. Word that's to your mother. My mother's a fucking asshole Don't now. Don't talk huh? about his mother because that's also. He wasn't like, talking about your mother. I'm not mother. talking about your mother. I'm uh, just talking about his mother. He's talking about my theoretical mother. Yeah, show the fans your shirt, dude. Come on, bro. Show the fucking shirt, one. bro. 
yeah, there you go. Savages. In the what in is the it? workshop. In the workshop. Okay. Great, great tea. You can go to myysportsuck.com. Go to the shop tab. Bada tab. bang. Did you say tab? I said tab. All right, so let's let's just do a quick like five minutes on Christmas before we wrap up here. Give a little holly jolly here before we uh before we send it off here. Are you more of a Christmas Eve guy or a Christmas Day guy? Growing up used to be more of a Christmas Eve guy. Like growing up, I mean like later later teens. New Santa wasn't real anymore, obviously. Real nice, jackass. How do you know who listens to this show? Mm, we curse too much. There's not okay. Really? Spoiler alert, <laughs> kids. I was at at this Christmas party <laughs> last night. I had to. We were there was kids around, right? Young kids. Mm-hmm. But these parents don't let people curse in front of their kids, which is a huge departure from hanging around you. Yes. And my cousin, yes. who you know, oh, forget it. He's a fucking toilet bowl You're, of a mouth. Me, you fucking dumpster. No, I try not to curse when like his kids are around, but he just fucking goes. You're a fucking dumpster, and you're gonna call my my cousin. I'm my, a dumpster. The best He's a man fucking, at my wedding. Yeah, fuck you. The person who knew the gender of my baby before anyone else. Before anyone else, you're gonna call you him dick. a toilet bowl. You yeah, fucking, he's a fucking dumpster. Toilet bowl dumpster. All right. So anyway, go ahead. Well, you, so you were more of a Christmas. Eve. I was more of a Christmas. Eve. But now you have kids, and now it's like the joy and the magic of the it morning. Is. It really is. It's what it's all about. I love it. See, I'm as I would. I don't know. I, I would guess as a kid, I was probably more into Christmas Day, going down, going upstairs. I yeah, because I lived in the basement. Yeah, I was in the basement. Yeah, they kept, your parents kept you in the fucking basement. They kept me in the fucking basement. Fucking locked you down there like a fucking animal. Well, there was no door, but anyway, uh, I'll go upstairs and Christmas. You know that was fun. But now. As I've gotten older, you know, I would say probably in my late teens now, I'm more of a Christmas Eve type of guy because I... That's how I feel. I like sitting home, doing nothing on Christmas Eve, watching Christmas movies, watching Christmas shows. I'm a creaster. That's what they call them now. You go to church just on Christmas and Easter. They call you creasters. That's what they call you. Hmm. What do they call you if you don't even go then? uh, Agnostic? (laughs) We don't need to get into big debates over religion. Right I now, wasn't but, getting into any debates. I'm just, we'll right. just say that I only. Really, okay. I like. I still like to go to church on Christmas. I'm a big midnight mass guy, That's but cool. my wife is not a midnight person at all. You, she's ready for. I like midnight. Now, I would go midnight mass now. She's especially now that she's pregnant. She's ready for bed at like four thirty yes. in the afternoon. Uh, so I still even I still like to go to mass on Christmas Eve. It's still enjoyable, and you know. Can I cut you off for something that no. you'll enjoy real quick? No, you you'll enjoy. It. It's for you. I'm bringing this up. Okay. You mentioned Christmas movies. I got to just say, I watched Home Alone the other day, and I got to watch that doc, that that show yeah, on Netflix. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know what I realized makes Home Alone that you don't even realize is an original part of the movie, but it just makes the whole movie, and you just instantly think Christmas. The fucking music. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Great music. That song? You know how many times I saw that movie before I realized that when they spill the milk and they throw all the garbage in the gar- and they wipe up and they clean up the counter that Kevin's plane ticket goes in the garbage? Yeah. Oh, uh, really? You can see it in there, yeah. Ah. I must have just noticed. You noticed it, it or you, you didn't no, read I noticed, about it? No, I noticed it. We got to have a quick debate about it. this. How fucked up are the McAllisters? That's why there's that no Home Alone. It took so long. That's why there's no Home Alone three. Oh, because what they put him in uh, fantasy jail. Because first of all, you they know, I don't, don't want to hear anybody fucking text or tweet us or email that there is Home Alone three. Technically, there's five fucking Home Alone. Yeah, right? no, and they they're all re- sucked. And they're remaking it for Disney Plus. But guess what? After Home Alone two, Lost in New York, I don't acknowledge the existence Absolutely of any not. of those fucking movies. It's like saying that Rocky continued, and you had some other jerk off as the in right. there instead of Sylvester Stallone. Right. Okay, you just don't acknowledge it. You can call it whatever you right. fucking want. It's not Home Alone. So after Lost in New York, I don't acknowledge. Yeah, because you lost, a, you left the kid in fucking Chicago. Then yeah, at least you remember to take him to the airport again, and then he gets on the wrong. Pl- now, mind you, this is all pre nine eleven. You couldn't do this shit now. Right. 
You couldn't lose a kid in New York on a plane in after how do you Then how do you explain all these Jurassic Park sequels, dude? They keep fucking <laughs> opening opening up dinosaur parks. How yeah, but I, can I just say something? When did they I lose? After, once they got back from Chicago, uh, to Chicago from Lost in New York, the cops were already waiting. They were like, listen, you got you gotta five, stop. You got five fucking kids. We're taking you this one from you. gotta stop fucking leaving your kid. Like, why do you need five kids when you can't even keep track of but this dude, one? But, dude, it's not even like... You would think maybe, okay... They get on the plane and then they're like, holy fuck, we forgot Kevin. That would have still been bad. They're fucking almost in Paris. And she's like, what? Did you turn the stove off? And he's like, yeah, turn the stove off. Did you lock the door? No, I left the garage. I left the garage. I'm like, what are you fucking out of your mind? Well, they played they it up. They clearly don't love there's them. Like, there's like 20 people. They're all late. The power went out. And the fucking poor kid's telling Santa he doesn't want gifts anymore. The, he just wants his family to fucking come home. Meanwhile, they're taking a trip. They didn't even fucking remember The him. idiot neighbor kid's in the fucking van with the same hat yeah. that Kevin wears, so they count the kids. Oh, <coughs> fucking awful parents. Meanwhile... The first, I'd put him on a fucking leash for the New York trip. Meanwhile, I would have looked around and been like, where's my fucking kid? One, two, three, four. Uh, there's one missing. No, nope. but then, but then they were pissed that. at him because of the whole pizza thing from the night before. Yeah, well, you know, you know I'm telling Santa, I don't want I don't even want to see my family anymore. I'd be like, fuck them. That's why you went up to upstairs to go sleep in bed with Fuller and he got peed on. So he was having he was probably like, yo, fuck this. Yeah. Meanwhile, you really want to talk about Home Alone? What about the fucking guy that works at the drugstore that snitched out Kevin for stealing a fucking toothbrush? And, oh, yeah, And the cops got to stop doing what he's doing to go chase this kid through a fucking through ice, a fucking ice skating like, ring. Like, really? It's a fucking... It, it's a 50 cent toothbrush. How much do you think a toothbrush cost in 1990? 50 cents tops. Get the fu- you could find two quarters on the fucking street and pay for it. You jerk off. The kid doesn't Shoplifter! even have- Fuck you. Like, you must... He must have been real fun at parties growing Douche. up. Kid doesn't movie. even have fucking parents. Like really, he got left home alone. His parents aren't even in fucking America anymore, and he needs a. He's, he's and still he's got, best friends with Michael Jackson, and he's got the <laughs> wherewithal to know that he's got to brush his teeth. And you're gonna bust his balls about stealing a toothbrush. Come on, come on. Okay. Do you think that's why Michael reached out to him? No. It's all, right. Right. all right, today we're going to watch Home Alone. Okay. All right, we're going to watch Home Alone. Yeah, See, I'm break it down. All right, Ryan. Okay. Kevin McAllister. Okay. Ryan, you want to weigh in here? You like Christmas or Christmas Eve? Man? I don't think Ryan's really a holiday guy. No, yeah, but you know what? Fuck Ryan. I think he's yeah, indifferent. You know what? Let's all just talk for Ryan instead of letting Ryan talk. <laughs> I feel like you're indifferent yeah, towards I holidays. Um, I mean, as a kid, if you like Christmas Eve, you're just weird. If you're a kid and you like Christmas Eve, because that's the worst day of the year as a kid. It's the day before you get all the... It's the one day you're like, Ma, is it time to go to bed yet? Yeah, you want to go to bed early. But I I don't know. I I it's one PM. I guess I still like Christmas, but I like I like watching basketball on Christmas. So how about you come over and watch my kids open their gifts? Yeah, I do that too. You did did last year. I did that I did the year before that and the year before that as well. Fucking great uncle, man. Three years running. Uncle Ryan. Great uncle. Right? Because you 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 were here last year and then you were at Avalon. Yeah. 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 Why don't we just give out my fucking addresses? I didn't give up your current address, but you were living at Avalon. Apartment. I don't even. I don't even know what your current address is. Neither do. Neither does anyone that I order food from. Yeah. So the Uber Eats gets lost every it's time. It's fucking unreal. I have to walk three blocks just to get it's my food. It's confusing, though. It's confusing. It's awful because my street technically starts on another. Oh, another you get town. fucked up too. My corner houses get. You're. Oh no, you're you not get even fucked? on the corner. I am on a corner, oh, but are, yeah. my street technically starts in another town. That's not Little Falls, right. where my where what? my street starts. It's Fairfield. It's not Verona. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's Cedar Grove. Cedar Grove. It's also not that Caldwell. It pro- no. I don't. But anyway, Whatever. we don't need to name all the towns that we live near. Okay? All right, go to a map, find where Caldwell, <laughs> Little Falls, and it doesn't go straight up. It kind of goes straight and then yeah. left and then up. So people are up on that top part of the street, and they're like, "I'm getting alerts. Like I'm here." I'm like, "No, you're not," because I'm standing outside. And they're like, "We're, we're, we're on your street," and then they're like, "Can I get it deep?" And we're like, nope. I don't tip Uber Eats. I don't tip fucking Uber Eats ever. You guys don't tip? I don't tip Uber Eats, dude. I don't. Why not? No, it's been when I've been ordering in December because it's close to dollars. I I throw two. Regular delivery, I'm three to five. No, I I still can't not tip because of delivery. Yeah, we We delivered. We were But You got to tip. But Uber Eats, fuck them. You want to hit me with service charges and delivery fees? That's bullshit. And I know they're getting, they have to be getting a cut. 
They get twenty five percent. The company gets a cut. They get seventy five percent. What company got in trouble for that fee. recently? They were they were uh, upcharging. Yeah, they were upcharging their service fees and they were pocketing all the money. DoorDash. So what is Uber Eats drivers making? Because even if I don't tip them, they're still they're making not. Some. They're not making a lot. Dude. They're not making much they're, on the Uber Eats. On the Uber, Uber rides, rides Uber they Eats make seventy five percent. You you make your money off your tips. Other than that, you're not making anything. Well, you know what? Oh, Sorry. So don't then. charge me a service fee. But then. you're yeah. right. No, it's but Uber's fault. It, it it they don't care about. The, I mean, obviously they don't care about their employees because they're trying to move towards. I'll uh, give you a self driving car. I will give you eighteen to twenty percent if I don't have to pay a service fee. But I'm not paying a five dollar no, service totally fee fair. and tipping no, five dollars right. on top of it. I'm sorry. It's I'm not bu- and it's it. bullshit that they don't get that money because they're. That's know, cutting into their tip. Yeah, it yeah. absolutely right. is. It is. If there was no service fee, they'd be getting at least I'd five bucks. Five bucks every time. Every, yeah. At least every time Easy Easy okay. uh, Can I bring something up Just before we wrap up Okay you can do that I just wanted That's throw what it, she said I just want to throw it out there can To I? anyone still listening Or watching um, Over this past season Someone from the Yankees Reached out to us Who works with some of the other Yankee podcasts out there With events Never They want us to Hold an event this year So that's something That's going to be coming to fruition Hopefully soon And uh, keep an eye out Follow us on Twitter At MIY Sports Talk We'll be releasing some details, hopefully early in 2020, but be tickets, drinkies, food, hang out with us, right? You think anybody wants to fucking hang out with you? Absolutely. I'm fucking fun, dude. I'm fun Probably as like fuck. one or two people out there. That'll you're fun. like a dollar store Chris Farley, bro. Like, nobody wants to <laughs> hang out with you. That's a great if compliment. You're, if you're just comparing me in any way to Chris Farley, it's a compliment. Uh, Don't run away from your... Healing. All right. Merry Christmas. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Done here? <laughs> I'm done. All right. Yes, please. Uh, we'll, as more information comes across, we'll definitely follow us on Twitter at NYOI Sports Talk. This is something that we've been wanting to yeah. do, actually. For I mean, how many loyal fans have we had for so long now? I want to fucking hang out. Three, I think. Three or four. One yeah, of them was in Ireland. One of them was in Ireland. <laughs> I haven't heard from him he'll in a while. Red, he'll red eye over. Hello, fellas. Um... Yeah, so definitely keep an eye out on that. We'll, there's some that we'll lock down after the holidays. Uh, so, yes. Meet and grin the tickets. Just just if you look Smoking, at... Smoking, drinking, snorting. No, no. We if you just look at the ticket things. prices uh, for those sections, that alone is worth what you'll pay. Absolutely. Because I actually... I, I was talking to him. The one better deal for, like, the better pregame party for us was, like, starting at around 100 He's actually talking to them. They're going to probably bump that down now, take it down to around the 75 mark, field-level tickets, and we'll have a private party 90 minutes at center field. Uh, yeah, private party. M-Y-Y-S-T private party. party. <laughs> private, party. <laughs> private party. That's a How I Met Your Mother reference. Well, 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 well you're going to come around. All right. All right, so uh, we'll wrap this up here. Uh, we want to wish everybody a very Merry Christmas and uh, Happy Holidays. Uh, thank you for all your support in 2019 and, uh, you know, your continued support in 2020. We and will have a show out next week, by the way. It just won't be... It's a clip show. It's a clip show. Best of NYYST over the last year. Mm. So, so thank you very much for all your support throughout this year and uh, best to you and yours in this holiday season. Good luck to Chris uh, having his baby next week. Shut your <laughs> mouth. Nobody cares about your baby. No, yes. Uh, next time we do original content, Chris, you know. I'll be daddy. Again. Three babies. Mm. Yeah. Big mistake. Yeah. Yeah. Let your wife hear that. She's. Uh, oh, she's, she knows. She's on board. She's got a hand. She's got a little. Every day we're like, why did we do this again? Because it feels so much better. <laughs> All right. On that note, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Follow us on Twitter at NYY Sports Talk. Thank you for listening to episode 158. Ho, ho, ho. Sky Guy Ryan. Oh, yeah. Chris, say goodbye. Peace.